from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is Tuesday, June se- uh, July 7th, excuse me. Uh, Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life of the Diocese of Des Moines, coming up here soon. Going to talk about uh, St. Benedict. We celebrate him on Saturday, and uh, in light of that, we're going to talk about what he has to teach us about marriage and family life. Deacon Randy Keel coming up at 7.15 today. We're going to talk mental health versus mental mayhem. What are some of the main components of mental health that all of us should be aware of? And how does our Catholic faith integrate into these areas of mental health? Also, why we shouldn't be ashamed if there are struggles uh, that many of us are facing in mental health today. So Deacon Randy Keel coming up at 7.15 for his monthly segment. No, it's not Thursday, just in case anyone's wondering. Jean Wells get a preview her uh, show at uh, nine or ten o'clock this morning. She's going to preview it here in the second half hour. And at seven forty-five, Bob Pekanowski is going to be on. He's a Catholic speaker, but uh, he also does a lot of work in hospitality for businesses and business owners. We're going to talk about how Catholics can communicate their faith in the workplace with Bob today. He does a lot of speaking on that in different churches around the country. Mark Amadeo with your news in sports weather straight from the desk of Channel Thirteen meteorologist Megan Selwa. Your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour. As well, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo, now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you. Is this bike ride day or was that yesterday? I got to lose track of your schedule. I did not take a ride yesterday. I think today is going to be the day. I see. Well, it'll be nice and warm and humid and uh, might even run to a spotty rain shower. Who knows? But, good. Uh, good for you. Getting back out there. Excuse me. Getting back out there. I'll tell you what. It, it's going to be humid the next couple days. Deacon Tony said tomorrow heat index is 105 that is correct. That is correct. Probably be our warmest day of the week. Uh, maybe some severe weather checking in on a Thursday and Friday after that uh, very hot day tomorrow. But today won't be too bad. It'll be a little warmer, about as warm as yesterday. So outdoor activities, uh, get that water going, get that pool going, John. I know the Leonetti pool is in effect for the neighborhood, uh, so don't don't be afraid of that. Not too bad in July is pretty much unbearable for me, so I, I normally stay in, but... Yeah, I might uh, might get that bike right in though. Okay, well, get that in uh, get that in early before it warms up. But uh, we've got a uh, pretty warm day ahead, and let's get right to it from the WHO TV thirteen weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have partly cloudy skies. You'll need your sunglasses today. Seventy five degrees right now. West winds at five miles per hour, and we will see. Uh, the humidity right now at 82%, so it will be a very warm and muggy day as we'll see 
partly sunny skies. We could see a spotty shower later on in the day, a high of 91 degrees here in central Iowa with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, clear skies, overnight low of 73 degrees, and tomorrow, sunny, breezy, and hot, high of 94 degrees. As you heard earlier, a heat index well up near 100 degrees for parts of uh, central Iowa tomorrow. And on Thursday, scattered showers and thunderstorms move into the picture, a high of 87 degrees. We can see up to a quarter to a half inch of rain with these storms that will continue on Friday. Friday will be partly cloudy later with a high of 90 degrees. Well, in the news, on this uh, Tuesday morning, a new Iowa state law that took effect last week ensures that Iowa kids have a right to sell lemonade, cookies, and other types of food and non-alcoholic drinks. Now, a number of states have enacted similar laws because they did not have a permit. Child-run lemonade stands were technically illegal in Iowa before July 1st when uh, Iowa Governor Ken Reynolds signed the new law. The new law makes it clear that kids don't have to get government permits if they want to sell baked goods or beverages. According to the National Conference of State Legislatures, Iowa is at least the 15th state to waive the government permitting process, so kids under the age of 18 may sell food door-to-door or set up a lemonade stand. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, uh, Dowling's baseball and softball games were postponed with Ankeny as Maroons were in the COVID virus uh, quarantine for uh, over the weekend. But they'll continue tonight. High school baseball and softball scheduled at Dowling tonight. Ankeny comes to town, takes on the Maroons. And uh, the baseball game, it's third-ranked Ankeny, gets number one Dowling. They'll get underway at 5 o'clock at George Cadero Field. And the game we'll have right here in Iowa Catholic Radio will be our first broadcast of the Dowling softball team as 15th-ranked Ankeny takes on the Maroons. And uh, pregame at 445 with Joe Stacy. First pitch, 5 o'clock. Ankeny at Dowling tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio with high school softball. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have 75 degrees with the west wind at 5 miles per hour. The humidity up there at 82%. And today we will see partly sunny skies. Spotty shower possible later in the day. Hot and humid, a high of 91 degrees with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Tuesday morning. John Leonetti show coming up jimmy olson and he has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo iowa catholic radio news and sports our year-round coverage of dowling catholic high school sports and activities is sponsored in part by construction professionals dental associates kemen and mercy medical center thank you for supporting iowa catholic radio 11:50 a.m 88.5 fm 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's an accident-free morning to start things off, so not a bad drive for you right in seven minutes on 235, heading in from the West and East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Good morning, Adam. Hey, good morning, John. Uh, let's talk about St. Benedict. This uh, weekend we'll celebrate his feast day, um, Saturday, that is. Uh, and he has a lot to teach us about marriage and family life. What would you say is the number one thing St. Benedict has to teach us? Oh, man, well, he does have so much to teach us, and we don't often make the connection, but the Benedictines, you know, they're known for uh, ora et labora, right? Prayer and work, and that uh, this kind of movement between the two, prayer and work, what it does is it 
helps us dedicate everything that we do, everything that we are to God. And, you know, that's an invitation that's not just for monks, but that's for all of us, and that's for our families, and that's for uh, all of us who have secular work. You know, that that dedication of the things that we do, so that everything that we do is in service to God, is an offering to God, uh, everything that we do is transformed by God, that's really... Uh, that's really what all of us are called to, and specifically for the laity, our calling is to dedicate our ordinary secular work to God to be transformed. And when we do that in our families, when we do that uh, in our jobs, it can make a profound difference uh, in the way that we approach all those things. So my family, it's just kind of a little funny side note, but my family, we have our our prayer time every day and uh, most of the time, I say most of the time we sit down and, um, you know, it's always chaotic when something's always happening, but uh, we try to, you know, take time for silence and all of that. And uh, last night, you know, it was just got really late. Joseph had a late baseball game and Gianna wasn't cooperating and Teresa was folding the kids clothes and Anthony was yelling. So I had to feed him and we said, uh, we, we got to pray. And I said, all right, Labora, let, we're, we're going to pray and work. At the, <laughs> so Teresa's still folding clothes and I'm feeding Anthony. And, you know, it's just a, a teaching moment. I talked to the kids a little bit about St. Benedict, but exactly what you said, right? The Lord wants to sanctify our work. Work doesn't take us out of the spiritual life. And in many cases, and Benedictines know this all too well, it plunges us in. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the the habit of the Benedictines, so they their day is built around the liturgy of the hours, around pausing at different moments of the day to say uh, the different offices that go throughout the day, and usually these are 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour worth of prayer. And uh, for us, we don't always have that that amount of time or that ability to dedicate that time, but but we can stop and and say a Hail Mary, or we can stop and say the Angelus. Uh, we can't stop for five minutes of re- recollection instead of for maybe half an hour. And and that's what draws us into it. It sanctifies uh, everything that we do, uh, and it orients everything that we do to that time of prayer and that time of offering to God. Why does the Church talk a lot about the sacredness of work? This isn't something new. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's a gift. And, you know, I think that the sacredness of work it comes from the profound dignity that we've all received in that we've all been created in the image and likeness of God and that God is so generous with us and trusts us so much that he's made us co-creators with him, that we participate in his creative activity, not not on our own strength, but through his grace. Uh, and work is a part of that. You know, he, he entrusted us with the world. He called us to be stewards of the world. Uh, and he entrusts us to do work, you know, to participate in his creative activity. And uh, I mean, that should floor all of us. The God of the universe wants us to participate in his creative work. What a profound gift that that is. Would you say the Benedictines are the, are the order uh, that you really kind of lean on the most? Oh, well, uh, I think I think the Benedictines have a profound... Uh, spirituality of ordering your life, ordering your day, and orienting that life towards God. And and in that regard, I think, yeah, I think they are, you know, when we think about family life and ordering our own life and, you know, a hierarchy of goods and uh, sanctifying the ordinary things, 
I think the Benedictines, it's hard to go wrong with them. What might be a good way to celebrate Saturday? Um, you know, I would say if you, even if you've never done it before, look up a video and pray one of the, one of the hours. That's a part of the liturgy of the hours. You know, morning prayer and evening prayer or lauds and vespers as sometimes they're talked about are beautiful prayers. And if that's new to you, uh, I'd say check it out. Those are powerful, beautiful prayers. Yeah, it's really easy too, friends. I, I want to say, you know, I, when I was in seminary, I learned these prayers um, and then kind of got away from them for a long time. And when the pandemic hit in March and we were really, uh, you know, thinking, well, we got to get intentional about prayer here every day for a longer period of time than what we're actually praying. Uh, and we've really stuck to it. But the divine office has been something that we have um, we've taken under our wings uh, and you can get an app. It's just called divine office. It's very easy when you pull it up. Like I just pulled it up right now. You got the office of readings, morning prayer, mid morning prayer prayer, midday prayer, all the way down to night prayer. Uh, click on it, and it kind of guides you through it, too. There's also a recording of it if you uh, want to be kind of walk through how it actually works. But uh, I think that's a great recommendation for uh, to take your prayer in your family. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life. Anything coming up you want to promote? Uh, well, no, actually, the diocese, we're taking two weeks off oh, yeah. uh, starting next week. So. Um, which will be, a, uh, you know, it's being good stewards of our resources. It'll be uh, a good opportunity for our families. So, uh, no, nothing's coming up. You're here to talk about prayer and work, and you're going on vacation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't have to point that out, John. <laughs> talk to you soon, man. All right, Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Oh, yeah, and the uh, the diocese is going to be taking a kind of a two-week reprieve uh, over the next couple weeks. I know uh, I heard that in the diocesan minutes, so good for them. Uh, Deacon Randy Keel, coming up next, we're going to talk about mental health versus mental mayhem. What are some of the main components of mental health that we should all be aware of, and how does our Catholic faith integrate into these areas of the mind? Deacon Randy Keel, coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere, John. Nettie in the morning right here on this July 7th. Don't go anywhere. And a thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic veteran-owned family. They've been with me now for a little while, and they offer a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, and more. And they're passionate about the work and the service that they provide. 515-493-1060. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. That's FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one, one child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know... 
Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith caldwell parish funeral home and crematory is des moines only catholic owned and operated funeral home the number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com the catholic tuition organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Hi, this is Cy Kellett, host of Catholic Answers Live. When you support this station, you offer a lifeline to a soul in need. You help save a marriage or an innocent life or a young person crushed by secular pressures. That's how powerful the message of God's love in Jesus Christ is. We're all called to share the good news of God's love given to us in Jesus, and that is exactly what you do when you offer your support. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for joining me. July 7th, John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's a Tuesday. I want to thank Blessman International for underwriting the show and all they do to support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio, operating and managing vegetable farming, chicken farming, fish farming initiatives, providing sustainable sources of food for their friends in Limpopo, South Africa, 2001, and continuing on today. Yeah, that's when they started. My goodness. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you again for underwriting the show. BlessmanInternational.org. Let's go next to our uh, Deacon Randy Keel. I say our. I kind of like that. Our <laughs> Deacon Randy Keel here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning, sir. Well, we belong to one another in the same corporal body of Christ, don't we? Yes, we do. And just in case anyone's wondering, no, it's not Thursday. It's Tuesday. Deacon Randy comes on every month, and we love having a a good long segment with him here. We're going to do just that right now. The topic for this month is mental health versus mental mayhem. What what really for maybe some some kind of like hidden or uh, I'm I'm uh, embarrassed to talk about my my mental health? Why why do you think that is? Oh, John, you know, this is such an important topic because as comfortable as we might be hearing about someone else's struggles, quote, mental struggles, and we sure don't want to expose any of our own personal struggles. You know, it, it wasn't that long ago, generationally, that most mental health culturally here in America was taking place in institutions such mm. as insane asylums. I mean, I still even know where two of them were located in the greater Des Moines area. And we had people, um, it's just not a favorable path. We'll put it that way. Um, culturally, what we learned to do with mental health years ago um, was sort of an abomination compared to what we know to do for people's mental health today. And we're scared of words like insane and crazy. And actually, 
Insane is a legal term, not a mental health condition. Hmm. And crazy is a colloquialism, not a mental health condition. So, folks, we're safe. None of us necessarily have to go insane or crazy. That's the good news. And you think of this field of mental health that I and many others are in. In the Western world, much of our counseling skills and techniques were founded source in the study of schizophrenia, and it's come out of that, and that was in the late 50s, late 1950s. So you can see, actually, it's quite a young field of change as compared to the era of some of the negative discourse that we had historically that formed so much taboos. There is nothing more personal than exposing the vulnerability of psychological struggle except the parallel of our spiritual struggle. And we look at the, the little confers of what we go into when we sit for reconciliation with our priest to be clean of spirit, and that's the great metaphor that we have that the Church gives us for our mental health also. Is who do we sit with? And sometimes that's with a person, a therapist, a priest, or in prayer, or in meditation with God, to say, Lord, please clean my mind, clear my mind, help me to search for the ways inside of my conscience, inside of my being, that aren't clean before you, and that aren't necessarily going in proper order. And that's where we need sometimes the interventionist. And that's the specialization of a therapist, such as myself and many others, that we are interventionists to bring a different set of thinking a different format of emotion, therefore a different pattern of behavior, therefore different styles of relationship. To hear those four tenets, those all flow together to make our mental health much more solvent for life. And it does seem like more and more people are openly talking about this. Um, I've heard it it a number of cases in, in friends, you know, that just you know, willingly say, you know, my therapist or, I, you know, I was speaking to my therapist the other day. And um, that, that I think is a great thing. It is. It's, and let's think of the word therapist. Um, a psychotherapist, literally in suke therapuo in Greek, it means it's, it's a soul healer. And we know the ultimate soul healer is Jesus Christ himself. I can't tell you how thrilled I was in diaconate formation when, um, I, I won't name her name, but one of the women who was assisting down there said, the Church of Jesus Christ, the Catholic Church, loves you. John, that statement went somewhere deep inside of my soul for spiritual healing and deep into my brain for mental healing. Like, Mm. seriously? I mean, I raised my hand. I said, hold the phone. Wait a minute. The Catholic Church loves us? Really? That's cool. What a beautiful, beautiful statement. We have five areas, John, that that we can kind of look up so that we can look for teeny little hiccups inside of our mental health so we don't get hung up. Oh, that was a fun little play on words. From hiccups to hang-ups. Um, our, our first area, I want us to just kind of like take a little inventory, is our interpersonal relationship skills. The way that we relate with other people and how we form relationships, make, maintain, and sustain relationships. Sometimes we struggle there. The second area is intrapersonal relationships. How do I feel inside of me and think inside of me about me? If I think, man, I'm such a loser, we've got a problem. If I think, man, I am all that, 
we have a different kind of problem, hmm. a little bit of grandiosity and possibly something else going on. Our third area is our academic and professional functioning. This doesn't mean that we're always in a career or always in academia, but it's our openness to learn from life and our responsibility to do the job and the work in front of us that is to be done. Hmm. Our mental health affects these three areas and two more. The fourth area is our occupational functioning, which is our basic necessities of daily living, our hobbies, our enjoyments, our music, our clothing, our attire, our hygiene. Are we taking care of all our responsibilities of who I am as a person? And our fifth area is our perspective of life. If I say, man, life's just a drag, and I really believe life is bad, I hate living, those are poor mental health expressions. We might hit a bad day, but if those become, if any very these areas become chronic in areas, it's wise for people to seek good counsel to help reshape some of the formations of those patterns that are going in the brain. We can alleviate mental distress. And we all get an occasional cold, we all occasionally get the hiccups, and we all occasionally get a little bit bout of something, at least a little bit, unto other symptoms that can be far more debilitating of anxieties, depressions, and other disorders in life. I mean, the main book that we work out of is 872 pages. Wow. Wow. A lot of content. Yeah, it sounds like it. But how does our Catholic faith really integrate into these areas? You know, I'll show you one area. I, I love reading St. Francis de Sales. In the last couple of years, he's just been heavy on my heart and, and a good prayer warrior with me and a, and a spiritual companion. And I was reading recently, I thought I would share it today. He talks about the significance and the power of our words. And he doesn't say how the words affect our mental health, but our mental, fa- our mental health surely shapes our words as we express them. And he was saying that we shouldn't necessarily use our humor to be destructive of people. And I listened to how much humor is used to scoff and to erode the dignity of other people. And humor is a real common way that we can see how someone's mental health doing. We can look at St. Francis de Sales saying, there's really nothing more worthless than to spend our time evaluating and tearing down the soul of another person. So we think of one of the seven deadly sins in that sense of tearing people down. That's, those are ways that our church has taught us envy, jealousy, the bitterness of anger of what we can do. We don't have to be paralyzed by our past. We need to be set free for our future. So we move from perdition, total loss, to salvation through Christ. I don't even like to, I can't stand it on a day where I think I've lost my keys, Mm. let alone do I really focus on I've lost my salvation. Now, wait a minute, I want to gain salvation through Christ. So hope and glory and the most positive affirmations of life are found through our sacraments and found through our participation in a life with Christ. Yeah. 
Deacon, you're, you're walking with a lot of people I know on a regular basis in this, and, um, you know, this is so needed, I think. And friends, I want you to know that uh, if you're someone that still has this idea that, you know, getting help in mental health is a weakness or anything, um, I, I can assure you that's just not the case. And uh, reach out to someone. Cardia Counseling is a great place, of course, but there's many others as well. And find someone to be able to walk with you on this journey. It might be the most important step that you ever take, uh, both in your mental but also spiritual life as well. As Deacon said, a lot of this interweaves. Um, the Lord made us both bi- mind and body, uh, and spirit and body, and uh, this is this is something that I think at the forefront, especially in our culture that we live in today. Deacon Randy Keel. Go ahead. Never be alone. Never be alone. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Would you give us your blessing? I sure will. I pray for the blessing of Almighty God to come into our hearts, our minds, our souls, our behaviors, our relationship. May we emulate you today, Lord Jesus, for your honor and your glory. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So Deacon Randy Keel, talk to you soon. All right, coming up in the second half hour, Jean will not be on this morning because uh, of her mother's funeral. And please keep her mother in her prayer, in your prayers, friends. Uh, but John Wynn is going to be on in place of her and to preview Straight Talk this morning. He was on with her. So we'll have John Wynn coming up to preview that show. Also, Bob Pekanowski is going to be on. He's a Catholic speaker. He also is in the secular business world doing a lot of work in hospitality. Uh, but Bob does travel to different churches and events. And he's going to talk today about how we as Catholics can communicate communicate our faith in the workplace. Bob Pekanowski coming up in the second half hour. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this July 7th. Don't go anywhere. Thank you for being a part of the show. And thanks to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Bell Construction, a man of integrity and faith. Met him on the basketball court a few years ago and have remained friends ever since. One day he said he wanted to support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio and over time he became a supporter and a listener. Residential re-roofs for over 30 years, 963-4494, residential re-roofs, 963-4494. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. A demoniac who could not speak was brought to Jesus, and when the demon was driven out, the mute man spoke. The crowds were amazed and said, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He drives out demons by the prince of demons. Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them, because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. The Gospel of the Lord. The Pharisees, due to their lack of faith, are unable to see Jesus for who he really is, and despite their misappropriation of him, he continues to minister. As he instructs his disciples to pray for more laborers, Jesus seems to acknowledge that he can't do all the work himself. Being a disciple of Jesus means not being concerned about just one's own spiritual welfare. It also means acting as he does in this passage to teach, preach, and cure others.
At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Thanks for joining me today, friends. July 7th. Gene Wells coming up here soon. Or excuse me. Gene Wells is not going to be coming up here soon. Uh, we're going to have John Wynn coming up in place of Gene Wells. And Jean, um, her mother died the other day. And I want to make sure that all of us here at Iowa Catholic Radio are keeping her in our prayers. We'll offer our morning offering for her this morning. But uh, yes, Gene is a, a special uh, piece to the big puzzle here at Iowa Catholic Radio and been friends with Jean for a long time. So we pray for her mother. We offer this morning offering for her soul and the repose of her soul and also for her family. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Bob Pekinowski going to be coming up here in the second half hour, a Catholic speaker, and we're going to talk about how Catholics can communicate their faith in the workplace. I think a needed topic in our world today. Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you. Bike riding day for you. I know you can't wait to get out on the uh, trails. And safe passage to you, my friend. I've got my path now. I think it's finally mapped out, so I I, I know confidently where I'm going to be going. Oh, so you have a route that's taken a uh, while has been checked out. Okay. Did you uh, notify your wife and family members of this path? Are you traveling yes. alone? Or are you with someone? No, What's I've got my on? phone with me uh, just in case. But, uh, yeah, they, I I go all the way. To, it's really a simple path. It's kind of pathetic, actually. But I, I go right all the way down Douglas uh, to, like, one, as far as it goes uh, on this path, 168th or something. Um, and then kind of turn back and come back and then go back down to uh, Meredith and then back around 86 and then my house. So it's not a, uh, it's not something crazy, but it's, it gives you a workout. I see. Well, about 10 years ago, John, that path would be farm fields. And yes, it would. been developed. I've so. thought about that. I've thought about that. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's quite a path. Yeah, Douglas becomes Douglas Parkway, so you're you're extending Douglas way west uh, yep. towards Waukee. So I, I know where you're at. That's yeah. about okay. where I'm at. Well, that's that's a start. So as long as uh, uh, you know you can find your way back, uh, I, I don't want an SOS call from your wife saying you know John's out there in the yep. middle of Dallas County and he's he's got all he's got his corn around him. It could so happen. Got a little too far off his. You got off your path. Yeah, it could happen. We'll see. But got my nice new helmet, and I'm flying. 
Good. I was going to, that was the next thing. Are you equipped? You have oh, helmet, yeah. uh, you know, sunglasses. You know, I don't have the sunglasses. I'm not a sunglasses guy. I've never worn really? sunglasses. Now, just never worn them. Never have I worn a pair of sunglasses, and I, I just don't really intend to do it. I don't know. I would encourage you to, especially yeah. if you're out in the sun for that long and, uh, you know, to, sunscreen. It just protects your eyes, John. See, I don't have to put sunscreen on the top of my bald head when I'm when I'm biking because I've got that helmet to protect it. Got the helmet on. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Little things. Well, uh, a lot of people thank you for wearing that helmet instead of that Iowa State cap. So we we appreciate the the helmet. So <laughs> maybe please, please keep that an Iowa State up. helmet and just kind of mend the two. We'll see. Maybe they got something like. <clears> well, that. moving right along yeah. this morning with our news, weather, and sports update. You go. have a safe journey today, John, out hey, there. In we'll talk to the you soon. Bike path world. Okay, my friend. <laughs> From the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in the morning at the Mercy One Studios, we have partly cloudy skies, 75 degrees. Actually, more, suns than clo- more sun than clouds right now with the west wind at 5 miles per hour. The humidity up there at 82%. It'll be hot and humid today as we'll see partly sunny skies. Could see a spotty shower by late afternoon. A high of 91 degrees here in central Iowa today with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, Clear skies, overnight low of 73 degrees, and tomorrow sunny, breezy, and hot. Be our warmest and hottest day of the week. High of 94 degrees for your Wednesday. And on Thursday, scattered showers and thunderstorms, a high of 87 degrees. We could see a quarter to a half inch rain totals Thursday into Friday. Friday, partly cloudy and a high of 90 degrees. And the weekend not looking too bad. Chance of rain on Saturday, Sunday, partly cloudy, but both days a little bit cooler. Highs in the upper 80s. Well, in the news, on this Tuesday morning, a new Iowa state law took effect uh, last week. It ensures that Iowa kids have the right to sell lemonade, cookies, and other types of food and non-alcoholic drinks. Now, a number of states have enacted similar laws because they did not have a permit. Child-run lemonade stands were technically illegal in Iowa before July 1st when Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds signed the new law. Uh, The new law makes it clear that kids don't have to get government permits if they want to sell baked goods or beverages. According to the National Conference of State Legislatures, Iowa is at least the 15th state to waive the government permitting uh, process, so kids under the age of 18 may sell food door-to-door or set up a lemonade stand. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, Dowling's baseball and softball teams postponed their games with Ankeny until tonight. So uh, the number three Ankeny Hawks come to town in high school baseball, taking on number one Dowling Catholic. That doubleheader gets underway at 5 o'clock at George Cadero Field at Dowling High School tonight. In a game you can hear right here in Iowa Catholic Radio, a number 15th ranked Ankeny softball team comes to town. They take on Dowling. Uh, Joe Stacy will be on the air tonight at 4 445 with pregame and first pitch 5 o'clock as the Dowling softball team will be on Iowa Catholic Radio for the first time this year. So join Joe for the contest tonight, both the doubleheader, both games of the doubleheader here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have 75 degrees with a west wind at 5 miles per hour. And today we'll see partly sunny skies, hot and humid, and we could see a spotty shower later in the afternoon, a high of 91 degrees. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, 
and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Business as usual this morning as we uh, continue accident-free with that drive. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, their lives were not as precious to them as was the truth of the Catholic Church. Blessed Emmanuel Ruiz and companions today were devout Catholics living in Damascus in the middle of the 19th century. During this time, anti-Christian sentiment rocked the city and thousands lost their lives in a very short amount of time. A crowd showed up on the doorstep of the Franciscan convent there and demanded to see Emmanuel, the superior of the convent, and any other men inside. They commanded that the men convert to Islam. But Emmanuel, seven of his friars, and three laymen refused to renounce the truth of their Catholic faith. They were made to endure several tortures and then killed for the refusal. Emmanuel and his companions were beatified by Pope Pius XI in 1926. We ask today, Blessed Emmanuel Ruiz and companions, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Let's go to John Dewey Wynn. Hello, Dewey. Good morning, John. Good morning to you, my friend. Uh, you're going to be in place for Gene today. Of course, I know both of you, I think, recorded the show, but Gene's mother has passed away, and we've been praying for her throughout the show today. Uh, yes. But you're here to preview that show. What do we got coming up? Yeah, some big issues to fill today. Uh, we're going to have Justin White in, um, the uh, director of Young um, Adults for the Diocese, and we're going to be talking about uh, faith, evangelization, and uh, the Young Church. Um, two parts to that, where we're talking about how do we uh, evangelize the, the young uh, Catholics um, amidst all of this, uh, you know, new normal. And then uh, the other question uh, for Justin to, to be talking about is uh, how do we equip the young church to, uh, to go and evangelize others? Now, were you co-hosting this, or were you one of the guests? He's the guest. Ah. I'll be uh, sitting in for Gene. Oh, you're sitting in. Okay. So I thought you guys pre-recorded this, but you're going to be sitting in for Gene talking about how we can engage young people in the faith today, and young adults especially. And this is a a growing... I think worry, uh, and we should be really keeping our eyes focused on this because I think we see a lot of young people, and especially young adults, leaving the faith. But I think now, mm-hmm. especially right now, we have an opportunity to be able to go out and get them back. And uh, you guys are going to be tackling that issue today. That's uh, 10 o'clock this morning, 10 o'clock in the evening. John Wynn sitting in for Gene Wells today, along with Justin White. Talk to you soon, brother. Thank you, John. All right. Uh, coming up, Bob Pekanowski's coming up next. How Catholics can communicate their faith in the workplace. Bob does a lot of keynotes, uh, conference, corporate speaking, especially working with organizations uh, when it comes to hospitality, retaining uh, loyal clients, developing selfless leaders, uh, and forging lasting impressions. That's what he talks a lot about out in the secular world, but he's also a Catholic more than anything, loves his faith, and he's going to be talking about some ways that we can share our faith 
within the secular world today, especially in our workplaces. Looking forward to talking to Bob right after this. John Leonetti in the morning right here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Do not go anywhere. Thank you for being a part of the show today. And thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Thank you, Golden Rule. You have been with me now for a little while, and I appreciate you. Not just the customer service that they are known for, the commitment to the quality of workmanship and the materials and equipment used is next to none. 1999 is when they started 20 years in business. GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Your Diocesan Minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Tuesday, July 7th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. The Diocese of Des Moines staff will be taking a two-week furlough from July 13th through the 24th. Staff will not be checking their email or voice messages during this time, and the office will be closed. Parishes in the metro area are now offering masses both during the week and on weekends. The faithful ages 5 and up are asked to wear a face mask before entering the church. You and or your family will be asked to observe social distancing throughout your time in the parish. Family units must sit 6 feet away from others during mass. You're encouraged to use the hand sanitizer placed by the door when entering and exiting the building. Offertory baskets will be placed by the door for your tithing drop-off. Bishop Johnson strongly urges that you receive Holy Communion in the hands for the common good. If you're elderly, vulnerable to COVID-19, or live with someone who's vulnerable, you're encouraged to stay home. Know that the Sunday Mass obligation remains suspended. For those who do not attend Mass, know that God's infinite grace and mercy remain abundantly available. Find more resources on liturgical guidelines on the Diocese of Des Moines website. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction. Dream Dirt's online equipment auction, Farm Bid, is an online auction house for farm machinery. We take your equipment photos and information and create listings for our customers to make it as easy as possible to get started selling machinery online. And each item is advertised individually to get the most exposure. Bidding happens 24-7 at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. Thanks for being a part of the show today, friends. This July 7th, it is a Tuesday. Let's go to my next guest of the day, Catholic speakers, also a keynote conference and corporate speaker, but here to talk about how Catholics can communicate their faith in the workplace. Bob Pekanowski joins me. I like how to pronounce your last name, Bob. 
Well, thanks, John, and you did it perfectly, so I appreciate it very much. All right, man. Uh, You're out there uh, doing a lot of keynotes and conferences and and corporate speaking, uh, but you also do it, of course, in in your Catholic faith as well. Um, I want to talk about sharing the faith in in, in the workplace today, because this is something that's very difficult, I think, for many Catholics to do. What do you say is the first thing? Beginner's Guide to Sharing Your Faith in the Workplace. Go. Well, that's a great question. I I think... The first thing is, you know, how do you show up at work? Are, are you proud of your Catholic faith? Uh, do people know you're a Catholic Christian by how you look and how you act and how you speak today? Um, you know, it, the, uh, those impressions really say a lot. And sometimes I think, and, and, and myself included, I, I, was, I was kind of afraid to, oh, I, I don't want to let people know that, you know, I have this faith background. And I thought, well, that's that's just silly. Why not? I'm proud of my faith. And so how I carry myself, I'm, uh, my nature, I'm, I'm, I'm a servant. That's what I've done all my career almost. And so just showing people on, on how to serve like Christ would serve. And, and then hopefully that conversation would then be like, Hey, Bob, there, or there's something different about you. Why, you know, I mean, you just have this, this strength and, well, that would be the opportunity for me to say, well, it's really about my faith and how I carry myself and how I live every day based on my Catholic faith ideals. Yeah, this is something that, um, you know, St. Paul talks a lot about, uh, you know, and I know it's kind of cheesy when you hear it and it's overused, I think, a lot of times, but they will know we are Christians by our love, right? I mean, the, the world will see who we are, how we act, and what we uh what we see is important in in the world, and they will know that and who it is that we serve. Well, you're right, and and one of the things I talk a lot about, John, is I, I talk about the difference between Sunday and Monday, and the power of 167 hours. And people ask me all the time, like, what does that mean? I say, well, I believe all of us, you know, or we know how to act, behave, um, lead that one hour a week when we're at Mass, but what about the other 167 hours? You know, does your Sunday worship mindset reflect your Monday work attitude? I mean, and so people know that, or, and even more so, you know, and, and I talk a lot about branding, because we have a lot of brands. We have a personal brand, we have a work brand, you know, we have a Christian brand, but they should all tie together so that when we walk into the office on Monday, and Monday through Friday, how are we carrying ourselves? It should be uh, how we carry ourselves on Sunday. But, John, you and I have seen, you know, we get out of Mass on Sunday, and here comes the person behind us in, in the car, and, and, and just their, you know, how they look. I'm like, what? You know, I mean, didn't you just get the message for the last hour? Hmm. What? You know, or what's the issue here? So I really worked hard to make sure that how, we could, how I acted and behaved on Sunday carry through to the rest of the week. And then to your point of, yes, they'll know we're Christians. Yeah. I love what's the, uh, what's the black tie experience. How does it relate to our faith? Well, you know, the black tie experience is my brand and, and, and it's about achieving those or and really striving to live my life every day at the highest levels. I mean, really delivering that highest level of, of service and of leadership and, and to go above and beyond to do those little things to make, people feel special and better. Well, that's how our faith should be. We should be having that mindset that, 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 or that every person we meet, well, we should strive to make them feel better. 
about this time that we have with them and really work hard at so what or, or or so that when they leave us whether it's on the phone or in person like wow well thank you he or he or she really went above and beyond they or you know they actually listened to me they actually uh, really thought about how they could help me and it's I built my businesses on trying to do that on how we could do those little things that'll make the biggest differences so that people walk away saying, you know what, you've got to talk to this guy. And, and that's with our churches. I mean, why not carry this into our churches to say, oh, you know what, you've got to come with me to service. Oh, you know what, I, I just heard from my friend. Yeah, I mean, your, or your church does amazing things. I want to be a part of it. Well, we're really delivering that highest level of service and, and caring and empathy every single day. I read kingdom etiquette is what you call it. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it's, so it's our time here on earth. You know, so, John, I have this acronym uh, based on the word last, and, it's, and it stands for the L is how you look. And, you know, how do we look each day? Are we a Catholic by how we show up, by our, or by our body language, by our appearance? How do we act? Our actions speak so much more than our words at times. How do we speak? You know, what words do we use? I, I base all of this on the book of James because I love the book of James. It's that practical book on living your Christian faith. And, and then the T is your tact and how you behave. And then the last S is your service. You know, how do you serve each other? So how are you going to show up? How do you create this impression that lasts? Because if you do these five things, you're going to show your Catholic faith in the workplace. You don't even have to say a word, John. It's just how you carry yourself, your actions, your behaviors. People will know that there's something different, there's something special uh, about you. And I believe that's contagious, and we need more of that today. I think, you know, some people might say, well, I, I get that when it comes to the customers that I'm actually serving. I'm actually trained in that area. But we can forget that the people that we're actually working with are the same people that we practice our faith around as well. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. You're probably spending more time with the people that you work with on a daily basis. You know, now I, I know not, right now a lot of people are working from home, but you know, when we get back to the offices, we, you know, we're spending more time with the people that we work with and during the week than maybe sometimes our family or our customers. So, you know, how are we carrying ourselves to the people that we work with? Because those are customers as well. And, you know, you know, the last thing that we want to be known as is this person who um, gossips a lot, who doesn't really care for others in the workplace, um, it just, it, 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 it just goes back to, you know, I, I, you know, I love, um, Matthew 25, um, talking about, uh, you know, Christ said, well, you know, that, or, or, or some, that you didn't, uh, feed me when I was hungry, didn't clothe me when I was naked. Well, Lord, we didn't see you. Well, yes, but when you didn't do that to others, you did it unto me. And, and so I, I, I really want to make sure that, that, that we should be proud of being a Catholic today. Uh, we should be proud of our faith and be able to stand up and carry ourselves the right way each and every day. What's your website? Uh, it's my name. It's uh, com. It's P-A-C-A, 
N-O-V-S-K-Y. I have a tab there on faith-based seminars. In fact, John, I was looking at yours and saw that you were in uh, St. Ambrose Church earlier this year uh, with uh, Father Bob Steck, who's a classmate of mine from oh, my nice. high school. Nice. Very good. Uh, I love getting nice out guy. there. All right. Nice guy. Well, Bob, keep up the good work, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, John. I appreciate the time. Take care. All right. Bob Pekinowski, everyone. Good stuff this morning here to be able to help all of us as our Catholics communicate that faith in the workplace. And I like one thing that Bob said there. I think it's important that we don't have to say a lot, I think, when it comes to communicating our faith. Um, that, you know, just the way in which we hold ourselves, I think, will communicate a lot in the world we live in today about what it is that we value or for us as Catholics, who it is that we value most. And that's Christ Jesus. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing this morning? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe. Defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for joining me today, friends. I am John Linetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land, Well, many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Father's heart Into the world We're reaching out To show them who you are So living water Flowing through God we thirst For more of you Fill our hearts And flood our souls With one desire Just to Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.